and welcome to We're Obsessed With Heat's weekly showbiz podcast where we discuss all of the best showbiz stories of the week and just those things that we have been obsessed with, talking about in the office, all of those kind of things. It comes out weekly every Friday and for more celebrity gossip, the magazine is out now. Heat Radio is of course on 24-7 and for breaking showbiz stories, you can head to heatworld.com. But for now, joined with me in the studio is Joe Parkinson, Heat's showbiz editor. Ish. One day we will figure out what your job title is. (laughs) And also Izzy Sampson, Heat's news director. Hi. And I'm Lucy Ford, Heat's showbiz reporter. So we're starting, as we always do, with Love Island. And it's really kicked off in the last week. It has really kicked off. And so, Joe, have you been watching? I watched the highlights last weekend. That's, I think, is the best way to do it. So I know a bit of it. I know I saw what happened with Camilla and I saw them going into the different houses with new boys and girls being brought in yes and then i i don't know what's happened since then well everything everything but also sort of nothing that's the way the show is so basically all these people went into the other villas which i thought it was a bit too much for me like i didn't i was like who's this girl who's this girl why are they all blonde i don't understand who you are they all looked exactly the same i think i got their names and then the next second i was like oh no that's not who i thought it was yeah i'd be like that's the glamour model but she's just the model model i don't know it was too confusing and then the boys as well like some of those boys got two seconds of screen time and they were all i'm sorry to say this but they all seem like absolute idiots they're dumb aren't they so stupid and not i don't actually think any of them are good looking Ken, who everyone fancies. <laughs> Why? He's not good looking. I do love Ken. He's dwarf. hilarious. He's such a small little man. He is very funny. Is he? Right, yeah. okay. He, he's got what they like to call banter. Okay. He's got good chat. Right. And that seems to be what's doing it for everybody. This show does prove, though, that having a great body comes at a cost and that yeah. cost is your personality your <laughs> because all the guys they look good but they obviously haven't done any like working out of their like mental faculties like I don't think any of them have read a book between them no my favourite is Alex so Alex was one of the new guys that was put in the villa and Montana decided to couple up with him and she keeps saying oh he's so great he's really fit he's so amazing we haven't heard him speak more than three sentences and it's like yeah okay Montana he's really nice to look at but what's going to happen when you have to talk to him I guess you don't. No. All he Island. says is like, you look really nice and yeah. I'm glad I chose you and whatever. Like yeah, really like, boring you're stuff. You're full package because you're hot and you have, uh, you're funny. That's uh, it. Oh, I great. read it off a bit of paper. The, gu- the girls are great though. I, yeah. I really do like the girls and I think that the show would be better off without any of the boys. Except yes. Marcel, obviously. Except Marcel. So yeah, we could just have a whole show of based around like Montana and Camilla's friendship where they just, you know, they're so funny, the girls. Montana... Like when she was like, oh, he's all right. He's like a six with sunglasses. And I was like, yes, there is definitely a type of boy that's really good looking with sunglasses on and then takes them off and you're like, yeah. I blame Ray Bans for confusing me for like all of my teenage years because I was like, that guy's really hot. And it's like, nope, he's just wearing like wayfarers. Yeah. And caps as well. Caps are very deceiving. Often you Yeah, you've often found out that guys haven't got any hair underneath the cap, which is why they're wearing the cap. Yeah, they Mm. boys love a cap. I think we should push for Camilla and Montana to win themselves yeah, just couple up themselves couple up themselves and then win platonic queens just spending their 50 grand however they want yes. but although we did see last night camilla maybe have met her match in Jamie but because he has read a book yeah he has read a book and they talked about a book that they'd read amazing so do you buy it though because like camilla is so picky is the show just sending men in and they are targeting camilla because they're like well she's the most popular on the outside so i want her to fall in love with me so i can win this show 
So can you trust anybody's intentions now? Uh, who was that guy that got was in there with all the tattoos? Like, you are literally my perfect girl. I can't believe I'm sitting here talking to you. You're literally amazing. Yeah. And, and then he had three guy? kids who at home and an ex-fiance. laying it on thick. And it's like, okay, you can say all of that, but you never saw him actually, like, asking a question about no. her. Or anything like that. They never seem to ask each other questions. They just go, you're fit. And then the other person agrees, you're really fit. And then that's it. Um, I there... don't know. I think that the producers want Camilla to find love because everyone loves her. And they yes. don't want her off the island. And yes. if she stays single, she's going to be booted out. Exactly. Now, I personally rang the Love Island PR and said, don't let Camilla go home. And he was like, you know that? I don't control the show. But the thing is that on Love Island, they never decide on what they're going to do until about 24 hours before. Yeah. So if the producers are like, oh God, Camilla's about to get the boot, they can just like change the rules and send another person in and couple her up. So good luck, Camilla. But you've got to pick one of these guys and stick with them. I still think it is the most random idea and concept for a show well like, you know like the, the rules are made up as you go along yeah oh you can see them scrambling like yeah. in the space of a week we had like 11 new housemates and then actually they got rid of them because they didn't want them and then we've got another two yeah. last night it's like oh my gosh my brain is hurting because but it still works, it's just a so. conveyor belt of meatheads it is but... however it is to be thanked uh the the resurgence of the blazing squad yes now off the back of love island yeah blazing squad's tunes are back in the charts again yeah stop yeah. it are they Seriously? actually yeah, yeah. they're always good so they're just getting the recognition they deserve in this streaming world where everything's on spotify you know this is what they deserve. And the celebrity fans of the show as well are amazing. Stormzy, who is a big fan of Love Island, can just take them as his poor act. Yes, yes he can feature enough. in a track because he loves a good feature. Yeah. Oh, and also, how weird would it be if you were in Blazing Squad like 15 years ago, you, you've now got like an office job and then they call up and they're like, do you want to go on tour? Let's do a reunion. And you'd be like, use my annual leave to go on tour with the Blazing Squad. Is mm. that OK? Um, some I, of them must like not be like Marcel, not be in showbiz. No, I think Ma the majority of them. Yeah, have just I once met one of them in a pub. Oh, really? A few years ago at Notting Hill Carnival. Yeah, he was like, "Don't you remember me? It used to be the Blazing Squad." No. Did he remember you from interviewing him? Yes. Stop it! Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yes. that's amazing. Yeah. I, was like, I have no it's idea. It's really embarrassing when that happens because I was in a trainer shop on Oxford Street and one this guy was like, "I remember you. You've interviewed me." And I was like do you have this in a size six? And he was like, I was in the band Son of Dork. And I was like, oh my of God, Son of Dork. Yeah, exactly. So that was like Busted. Yeah, it was trying to be like, like McFly <laughs> and like Busted. Busted. They were like, well, McFly are a bit like Busted and people love them. So let's do another spin-off. What and was yeah, that song? Now he works in a shoe shop. Well, do you know what? He might be back Eddie's in music now. Eddie's got 27 kids, but he does it. Is that the one? Yes, that's yes. one. Yes. you would know that, Lucy. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, you have that where people wander up to you and they're like, no, 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 we've met before. Yeah, you and you're thinking, who yep, are you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I can't wait That's for can't wait for those days, guys. <laughs> so a newbie. <laughs> so actually, speaking of celebrity fans of Love Island, this moves us nicely onto our next topic. We chatted to Rochelle Humes this yes. week, and she's obsessed with Love Island as well, yeah. as we all should be. And first all thing are. she said when she came in was, "Anyone watching Love Island? We <laughs> talked about what happened last night." The whole country. <laughs> I will maintain this is actually what's brought me and my housemates together. We were ships in the night before and now we have a daily or at least twice weekly standing date where we sit and watch Love Island. Oh, it's bringing people together. What will happen when Love Island finishes then? Do you oh, think you'll God, carry on seeing know. each other? Or? Move house. Back to going <laughs> back to our yeah. <laughs> See you next year, guys. See you in the kitchen next year, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you actually sat down with Rochelle, didn't you, Joe? I did, yeah. And talked to her about it. Yeah, so uh, she came in. She was actually uh, doing a campaign on uh, baby food. Okay. Um, that's the first chilled baby food. Um, it was, anyway, quite random, but that's, I guess, her... <laughs> 
Is that necessary as the only mum in the group? Is that a good thing? Well, I mean, it's not been done before, so... And I took it home and my baby quite likes it, so... Savsy. Success. Let's put a plug in there for (laughs) them. Um, Anyway, so that's Rochelle's kind of niche now, I guess, is the fact that she's a mum of two. Yes. uh, Married to Marvin, obviously. Um, But... Do you know what? Sometimes I find it really annoying when celebrities are cashing in on the fact that they're a mum and it's like, oh God, here we go. So it's all going to be a whole range of baby clothes, baby food, Myling Class, I'm kind of thinking of Yes, Myling Class. Sam Fares. Sam Fares, like, was as soon as she got pregnant, she was like, I'm a mum now. I can't ever talk about anything, anything apart else. from being a mum. Yeah. And we all, you know, we've all got mates that that did actually happen to and they don't want to talk about anything apart from their children. But it's like a real celebrity branding thing now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, Amy. Charles has her own pram line. Binky, yes. Her own show, just yes. about being a mum. Yes. Which I actually really quite like. Oh, I haven't seen I it yet. Because I like Binky. Yeah, and I, like I find Binky. her funny. But who on earth would want to buy a pram that's got Amy Charles' name on it? I don't oh. get that. I just, I, I, I trust professionals, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather You've go been for a mum for about three days. I'm not going to buy a pram off yeah. you. Yeah, Do I you would know say. Who Billy Fares, Sam's sister, mm-hmm. has that daughter Nellie, and Nellie is the hardest working baby in showbiz. She's always doing photo shoots. She goes on The Only Wears Essex. She goes on The Mummy Diary Show. She goes. She does everything. I really hope she's getting a cut. I doubt it. Well, she's not hard working as a the future. DJ Khaled's eight month old. Yes. Asad, oh. who has his own Instagram account and is apparently the executive producer of DJ Khaled's new album. Isn't he the CEO of one of his companies as well? <laughs> yes, no. So yeah, this He's setting him up for guys. life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I thought this was a genuinely clever baby. Did you see this week that... So, like, the baby, DJ Khaled's son, is known for being, like, the most placid baby. Obviously, he's got a lot of businesses to run. No time for crying. No. But the only person that made him cry this week was Justin Bieber. Oh, how? Yeah, I've uh, just this. said hello. Just said hello to oh. him and the baby started crying that's the only time the baby's cried in public he's offended by lip syncing <laughs> <laughs> how am I not following DJ Khaled's baby oh you have to he Is runs on Instagram oh, and he's like working hard on Instagram all the time I've seen Rihanna commenting like I'm so obsessed with you but so that's a good example of yeah. celebrity branding. Yeah, that's a really cool celeb baby yeah but um, Rochelle so I, I actually don't find her in any way annoying and actually I follow on her Instagram and I love her Insta stories yeah they really make me laugh they're very normal it's just her at home cooking working out a little bit she's very real she's very real that's the thing so in Heat Magazine out on Tuesday she's given us a chat and it wasn't like being a mum is a dream it's like oh my god yeah. I can't be bothered to work out I'm tired all the time it's actually really hard to be a mum and I was like oh that's actually nice to hear as opposed to some of the celebrity mums who are like I'm living my purpose and my dream and it's like oh no, you're not. My perfect world with my perfect husband and my perfect kids. Exactly. Rochelle's real. Rochelle, so she's in Heat magazine. She's also... Yes. If you go to Heat YouTube, there's a brilliant uh, interview that Lucy Cave did with her uh, where she does Confessions from the Couch. And and again, she comes across so well in that. So so, so check it out. Normal. My favourite bit from your interview, though, I just want to play this clip, is when you asked her about Strictly. Because I like that Strictly is like however many months away but everyone's now like who's going to be on it next year or this year and she just flat out refused which I like she's just ruling herself out before yeah, anyone and even I asks like, her is she just saying that because yeah she's going to be on it but I actually don't think she's going to be on it yeah I did a Christmas special and I should never have done it was so I loved the show as a fan and I watched it and I sort of expected that I was going to go on and float on and put this sequin gown on and be really graceful well I learnt something about myself graceful is not my middle name and it wasn't cute it was just there was sequins flying everywhere and it, 
It wasn't. It, I just. I'm better off watching that show. You sure? Definitely. They love a transformation. I know, but I'm not the. I'm not the one to transform. Unfortunately. See, that's what I like about her. I honestly don't think we will see her on Strictly no. or I'm a Celeb. She's got a pretty good life anyway. Yeah, she's sorted, isn't she? Just waiting for that Saturday's reunion. Oh, of course, every day. <laughs> we all are, aren't we? Oh, I can't wait. I've been thinking about it every day since they split up. <laughs> hiatus. Hiatus. <of laughs> that our favourite word. Yes, the same hiatus that One Direction are currently on. And the Spice Girls. Speaking of Spice Girls, I'm glad you brought that up because our next topic that we are obsessed with this week is Mel B, who has apparently spent 40 million pounds yes so this was in somehow court. so mel b is in court at the moment she's divorcing her husband stephen yeah. belafonte it's got very down and dirty but her, mel b's lawyer said look he wants he wants the money off her but there's not that much money left she spent it she had 40 million pounds from her spice girls days and now in one of her accounts, she only has like 900 quid or something. Basically, she earns it and then immediately spends it. She's got houses all over the world. She has got lots and lots of jewellery. She goes on these amazing holidays. Like Apparently, they bought like an armoured car that can withstand bomb attacks for the school run. Necessary. So she's basically blown it all. She bought the husband a private island for one million pounds where well he can go and live on that then exactly he's got his own island is it yeah so has she just invested the money elsewhere so that she can't give it to him is that what it is or is she because i genuinely think she spent so much like the lawyer said look she hasn't even got enough to pay her taxes so really yeah but i'd love to have 976 pounds in my account that'd be a dream yeah All the things you could do. With I know. That. I'd be like high flying. Exactly. She was very young though when they went when they yeah. went into the Spice Girls. I think when you get, when you're that young, and I guess you suddenly have all of this money, and then you start living that lifestyle. Those lifestyles are very hard to maintain without mm. a lot of money. Exactly. She, but she has also consistently worked. I think Mel B. Like, yeah. She's kind of she's never reached that same fame as Spice Girls, but you're never going to. But she's been on like X Factor Australia. She's kept that. She's always working every year, so she's obviously raking and in what's that? big enough Half bucks. Half a million every time she does one of those. Yeah. Something like that. And she's had clothing lines and gym workout videos yeah. and all of that. She just, I think she promotes Jenny Craig the diet. Yeah. She must get a lot of money off that. But I feel like working on like the X Factor with all like America's Got Talent, she yes. like Simon Cowell must leave at the end of the day and get on his private jet. So she's probably like, well, I'll get a private jet as well. Yeah, and then you you're are. just burning through that cash. Her three kids are privately educated. The lawyer said she needs to continue spending that. She's invested a load into this like six million dollar Hollywood Hills house. But she probably sees people around her living this life and is like, well, why can't I? So what's the outcome of this going to be then, do we think? She's going to have to sell her property so he can she have half? Is, yeah, she's selling her Hollywood Hills house. She's giving him the private island. So, And I think she's just going to have to like liquidise a load of her assets. Mm. But I think it's probably quite embarrassing for her that it's all come out. out in the open. We're officially going to get a gem single now, yes, aren't we? Exactly. <laughs> They're going to imminently be going out on tour. Well, yes. Jerry came in, didn't she, a yeah. couple of weeks ago and um, I talked about, obviously, what's happening with, with the girls. And Jerry was like... My name will always be first on the list uh, to do anything with those girls. I will, you know, with all of us or three of us, um, I'll always be there. So even if Emma's not up for it, Jerry would be. Okay. So just Jerry and Mel. Just Jerry double and act. Mel. We laughed about this on the podcast last week, though, because it was like, she's like, I will be the first one there. You're the one that left. 
Yeah. Yes. You exactly. ended the Spice Girls. How now, dare Jerry. you? Too late. <laughs> no, but my yeah. name is top of the list. <laughs> Get exactly. me in. Mel needs to do like a tour because that's where artists mm. really rake in the money. Like people like Adele are flogging tickets for like 95 quid each and then yeah, packing she's out not, stadiums. She is not Adele. Somebody Who's going to go and see Mel B solo? Who? Mm. She'd she'd rock a few pride festivals, do you know what I mean? Possibly, like yeah. pride yeah. parades. Yeah. Those kind of things. Freshers balls. I saw S Club three at my uni Fresher Ball. S Club yeah. Three. And then I think I saw like <laughs> S Club five at, you know, my end of uni ball. They were you know, working for a good four years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah okay. So, so that's what she's got ahead of her excellent Freshers Balls, gay pride, and a bit of American Idol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Pack Melby. out your year. Exactly. Uh, so the next thing we're obsessed with this week is the latest instalment in the Spider-Man franchise, vehicle, whatever it is, Spider-Man Homecoming. So it's the brand new uh, brand new Spider-Man. They've completely wiped away Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire. They've started afresh. And uh, apparently reviews are very good. Yeah, I haven't seen it. And Spider-Man is my favourite superhero. Yeah. Oh, really? I love Spider-Man. I love the Spider-Man <laughs> films. I love Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. And um, I quite like Andrew Garfield as well, although I think Toby Maguire is my favourite until I haven't seen Tom Holland yet, so I can't make my mind up on that. I have seen 25 minutes of Tom Holland. Oh. What was it like? Really good from what I could see. I think the issue with Andrew Garfield was that I think he's amazing. Like, there's no doubting that Andrew Garfield is an incredible actor. Yeah. They just didn't do enough to make it different. So it was like, oh, let's see him becoming Spider-Man. Well, we already saw that with Tobey Maguire. Exactly. I think what they do... Each time do they start over? Like, we're so in they some did with Spider-Man Groundhog Day. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh, God, it's like going please. back to the, to the start. But they, do, they haven't done that with Tom Holland because he... His version of Spider-Man was introduced in Civil War, Captain America Civil War, and he was already Spider-Man. He had kind of been bitten, found out his powers, and then he was roped into the Avengers. And so now Spider-Man Homecoming is him after that. So you okay. don't see him getting bitten. You don't see him like learning about his powers or anything he's just also he's just trying to get into the avengers is basically what this movie is so and i think that's got... why it's meant to be good because it's like we don't need to see uncle ben dying again oh, it already ben. scarred us back in 2003 you know we don't need to see it again in 2017 so yeah apparently reviews i've heard it's the funniest one since guardians of the galaxy and oh. so there's other um avengers in there too robert downey jr's in it uh, i don't know about anything else right because okay. that's i didn't get showed any Anything else? Just you oh, what a lovely minutes. guy he was. He came in and you did an interview yeah. with him and he just seems like the most lovely guy. He's really cute. So you know this, Joe, because you work with me every day. I have a fondness for wearing pyjamas to work. Obviously. But like nice ones, not just like yeah. my, my jogger bottoms. But fashion. Um, fashion pyjamas. Yeah. But he showed up to the interview in pyjamas because he did a couple of breakfast interviews that day as well. And he said off mic, he was like, you know, when I was a carpenter, because he used to be a carpenter when he was young, which Obviously. I don't get because he's only, he's tw- he's only 21. So I'm guessing when he was like 13, yeah. um, <laughs> going down to the mill. Um, but he said that he would listen to Breakfast Radio and he was like, oh, one day if I'm ever famous enough to get on Breakfast Radio, I'm going to go go on in my pyjamas because that's what I do when I'm eating breakfast. Oh, and then he did it. Oh, I, I know, I like almost cried to start my interview. Like, I'm so ever- happy for you. Uh, but what did everyone else say? I was a bit like, um, is he wearing his pyjamas? Like, yeah, was everyone a bit were like, they like bemused smart, by it? Smart jammies. No, they, they were, were like really they were a pajama set. Okay, like so the pajama cut shirt, you know, with the yeah. collar, but they were kind of jersey. He yeah. looked really comfortable. I was really jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, living his best self. But uh, 
I think the best thing I got out of him in our interview, I related to him on a, a personal level because he is apparently terrified of spiders. No! Which is ironic because he oh, plays yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah. And I'm also petrified, so I had to kind of like ask him how he feels now because he has to talk about spiders all the time. That is now yeah. who he is. And apparently he says that being Spider-Man has actually made him more scared of spiders. <laughs> I hate spiders. Please don't bring one out. So many interviewers are like, here's a spider. I'm like, no. I was going to say, on this promo trail, has anyone sprung a spider on you? Yeah, in Brazil? Yeah, we. this guy brought this like massive, scary spider. And I'm my fear of spiders has got worse because everyone keeps asking me about it. So I was like, do you know what? I'm going to hold the spider. I'm going to do it. It'll be fine. And my whole body like froze when he put it on. It was awful, but... Yeah, I'm not a fan of spiders at all. You know, I'm more scared because you have to keep thinking about spiders because I don't yeah. have to think about spiders ever. I'm petrified, by the way. I will cry. I actually got a tattoo of a spider. No. Yeah, I did, yeah, to uh, pay homage to my character. And, uh, you know, this has changed my life, this movie, and I really wanted to get something that I could remember it forever. forever. So I got a little spider somewhere on my body. Is, is it somewhere that you could forget about and you like look down and be like, ah! Well, yeah, you. I definitely forget that I have it. It's funny. I got the tattoo and didn't tell my parents about it. And uh, the tattoo's on the bottom of my foot. It's like right here. And I was doing a handstand in my kitchen. And my mum was like, what's that on your foot? It's like, nothing, nothing. And she was like, did you get a tattoo? I was like, yeah. And she was. She actually thought it was really cool and so did my dad. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so it's on the bottom of my foot. So you'd never see it. So when we talked to chris evans for civil war mm -hmm. he also admitted that he hates spiders and this is what he had to say about it and Ooh, i feel like exciting. you would relate to this hey chris i really don't like them because uh, you just don't know where they are like at least a snake or a shark it's like there's a snake a spider could just be on you and you wouldn't even know it you know all of a sudden you feel a little tickle on your neck and this thing is crawling up your shirt um she's got yeah. great hair i don't like spiders how what kind of reaction would you do if there was a spider on you right now it wouldn't be cool wouldn't be tough. It would not be manly. Are you, are you a stamp them out or try and get them out the window? Uh, no, I want nothing to do with them. I just, you know, I really, I, I hope there's someone else close by to handle it. Ugh, gross. And then the worst, you ever like pull down the covers of your bed and seen one in your bed? No. No? I got bad news for you. They've been in there. Well, That's I read that. I read that you go to sleep sometimes and they crawl up they into your crawl mouth. They crawl in your mouth. <laughs> Ugh. Suck. They drink your saliva. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do you relate to this? 100%. I didn't know Chris and I had this shared fear. I can't wait to talk to him about it. I did know about that um, spiders crawling into your mouth thing. And I consciously, before I go to sleep every night, I'm like, just keep your mouth closed. Keep your mouth closed. You'll be okay. Breathe through your nose. And then always wake up with like a really like raw nose. I'm like, oh, my nose is really sore this morning. Um, but uh, yeah, so I consciously think about that all the time. So there's so much that I've taken from that. One, he's got a spider tattoo. Who knew? On the bottom yeah, of his foot. Gotta be an exclusive. Foot is the most painful place to have a uh, tattoo. So actually, secretly, very, very hard. He did really say that. Painful. He yeah. said that he had to get it done like three or four times because yeah. it's it's so thick and yeah. so painful. So I was like, you spent all of that money and time and like pain yeah. getting a tattoo of something you hate yeah. <laughs> on the bottom of your foot that you will never see. You'll never yeah. see, and it Apart will wear from off after a while. When he's casually just doing handstands in his. 
kitchen. Don't do a handstand in the kitchen, Tom. I know. That's unsafe. You're going to kick over some pans. Don't you love that idea, though? Yeah, he's just doing a handstand in his kitchen. Yeah, he's a gymnast, so I think he's obviously just, like, always flying around. Doing a cartwheel. That makes more sense, because in my head, then he was, like, a nine-year-old boy. Yeah. I think it was, like, last week. Billy Elliot. He was still Billy Elliot. He is loving his life, though, as Spider-Man. And I I like when people aren't jaded by it. I mean, give him a couple years, but, you know... You know, know this as well. You sometimes interview people who are in these huge vehicles and they get all of this fame and fun stuff and people are like adoring them and they just kind of feel like they're bored of it. And I like that he was so excited about it and he's like, yeah. oh, this film has changed my life. Yeah, yeah, I love that. That actual interview is also on Heat YouTube. Yes. So you can go is. and watch it. And you spoke to Zendaya and I'm so curious about what she's like because she's a different yes. kettle of fish, isn't she? Yeah. She's, she's a, such a big star. She's a massive star and she really knows... Like she's she's a fully formed star. I would yeah. say like Tom Holland will see him change over his career. Yeah. But she's really like she really knows herself. Yeah, oh massively. And I talked to her because like you said, it's interesting because she's not a huge star over here, but then you go on her Instagram or her Twitter and she's got millions and millions and like millions 10 of followers. Million. Yeah. She was on Disney in the US and it's just carried her through. But she's really cool. I read a thing about how She's only 20, which I just found insane because I was like really intimidated by her because she was so cool. <laughs> um, but she, when she was negotiating her Disney contract, she had like clear guidelines for what she wanted for her character um, so that they weren't just the standard Disney girl who like wants to be a singer and oh falls God. in love with this boy. She was like, I will be something other than a singer. I will have this amount of screen time. I'll give this amount to other girls, whatever. Like, she was amazing to negotiate that much when she was a teenager. Yes. I what? wish I had things that together when I was a teenager. I just feel like that's American kids, though. Like, would mm. that be a UK kid would do... I just can't see it myself. It's I think she's amazing just got a how she's... great head on her yeah. shoulders. Um, so, like I said, she's really big online and she actually interacts with her fans quite a lot. So I had a whole section of my interview where I just kind of talked about the importance of being yourself online and giving out a good message. I'm so I'm so particular. In fact, I just got in trouble yesterday. Like I'm so particular about what goes on my Instagram, what goes on my Twitter because I don't let nobody else has access to it except for me. Um which is which is surprisingly not as common as you would think, you know. Usually, you know, people have teams that help them run there, but I'm just too specific about what I say um and what comes out and, and I feel like everything should be personal and everything should be from me. So I just, I'm very, very, like, like super protective over my social media stuff. Why is it so important for you to be yourself online? Um, because I feel like, you know, online is kind of a new way to connect and meet people. And also it's, uh, you know, a new, not just a way to connect, whatever, but it's also like a new form of, I would say, information and activism in a sense. Um, you can learn so much from talking to your peers and, and learning about different situations or learning about world events or, you know, if you follow the right sites and are involved in the right things, you can really, you can use it for positive things, I think. And so that's why I think I'm so protective over it because my voice is so strong in a sense. Like there's so many people that listen to what I say and things that I say become viral very quickly, which is still kind of weird for me. But um, because of that, I think there's a responsibility there, you know. Yeah, so she clearly has got a great head on her shoulders. And, um, so mature, isn't so she? So mature. Yeah. I just, and she looked amazing. She is beautiful. Stunning. Wow. I mean, that's... Those eyebrows. Those eyebrows, that fashion. Yeah. She was wearing a tailcoat when I interviewed her. 
Amazing. Um, yeah, like we were just talking when we were playing that clip that her parents are also really normal. Like her parents are like teachers and a social worker. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's probably why she's so mature, got a good head on her shoulders. Because mm. you think people that grow up with like celebrity parents, it must be insane at home. But they don't look in any way celebrity. They look yeah. like so so normal like you know just the way they look and you know there's you wouldn't go oh yeah because her mum's gorgeous that's why she they're not even gorgeous are they that sounds i'm not being rude about them but they're just so normal they are so normal and she's just come out stunning in both body and mind you know what i mean like she's just great (laughs) she sounds like such a pervert i I creep for everyone you know this Um, so without having seen Spider-Man, we give it a thumbs up just because yes, we love everyone yes. in it so much. Yes. She's my best superhero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I can't yeah, wait okay. to see it. Double All good. Up. And finally, the topic to just, I don't think, it's we're going to not get anything better than this all week. Rob Kardashian's random Instagram meltdown oh on Wednesday evening. Saving the best till last. Seriously. I'm curious about this. I need to I'm hear your take absolute, on this, Izzy. So I'm the biggest Kardashians fan and I often feel bad for Rob because he is the worst first Kardashian but he was wrong in this situation so just to explain to you so Rob started putting all these Instagrams up accusing his uh, former girlfriend uh, former fiance potentially former wife potentially former wife uh, Black China and he said that she was sleeping with another man in their bed even though they're split up um, and that she had been like stringing Rob along, saying like, "Oh, maybe we can, you know, sleep together again if you send me all of this jewelry, if you buy me all these cars, if you pay for a hundred k's worth of surgery, or uh, so I look amazing." Blah blah. And Rob was paying all this money, and is now pissed off to find that she's got another couple of guys on the go. So he started putting everything up online, including a dirty picture she had sent him, very graphic. A few um, dirty things. Yeah, and then, oh God, like the things that he was saying, like, I can't repeat on this podcast. I will also say... So grim and grotty. So yeah. when we say a dirty picture, we mean her full lady parts. Yes. And it was meant to embarrass her, but I would say that his part of it was way more embarrassing because yes. he also screenshotted the messages that he was sending her, which were so gross. Yeah. And really sad. And like, I know that he's had issues in the past and he obviously has really low self-esteem, but if you're begging your ex-girlfriend to sleep with you, yeah. like, I don't think you should do be you... mad when she's sleeping with other people. Yeah, like, also, do you think what? that she really said, oh, like, I might sleep with you if you pay for this surgery or if you buy me this jewellery? Do we think that actually happened or...? Yeah. I, I mean, she, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so I don't know loads about the Kardashians, but mm. you do know that Rob has these issues, and I think he was a really vulnerable person. I think he's totally wrong in this situation. I'm yes. not defending him, but I do think that he has problems, and he's probably really easily manipulated yeah. by a beautiful I person. Think, yeah. But when they giving got him attention, together, the, which of the sisters was it that didn't was not happy about it at all? All, all of them. It was all of them. Yeah, and yeah, Chris all... was not happy. Yeah, because basically the story with Black China is she used to be best friends with Kim Kardashian. And then, um, and she used to be go out with this guy called Tiger. But then Kim's little sister Kylie stole Tiger away from Black China, and that's when the rift started. So Black China obviously got together with Rob, maybe because they're in love, but maybe because she was like, "I'm going to get revenge." And you're a Kardashian, and yeah. you've got loads of money, exactly. And it will also keep me in the headlines. It got where her, I need to be. Got her an ETV show, exactly, yep. which was great. And do you know what? On that show, she was the best thing on it because Rob. It just seems constantly mardy, constantly having a little tantrum, constantly insecure. And you're like, well, that does seem like quite hard work. But then that doesn't mean that all these, you know, down the line, they've had a kid together. Mm-hmm. So don't go revenge porning your ex-fiancé. So it's a crime. It's yeah, what he did. It is it's a crime. Crazy. 
This is the worst thing about all these situations is that there is a baby involved. Yeah. That can, at any point when they get older, go online and find all of this stuff out. It's only going to get easier or as time goes know, on to school, Google can, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's just so sad. Like kids get they're their not first thinking about when they're like that six. Yeah. We're, si- we're like five years away. Well, if you're a Kardashian, you probably get your first phone at about two, don't you? Exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. And once you put somebody's like naked pictures out on the internet... They're there for good. People will have screenshotted those and Instagram shut Rob's account down mm-hmm. and he just, just went to Twitter and put went them to up. Twitter. He was determined to get them out there and it's like, Rob, nobody's going to have sympathy for you because A, you you and China weren't together so she can sleep with who she likes. B, you're just putting her, her private business out there and people don't like that. And C... Your child is going to grow up and see this. Nobody's going to have sympathy for you. I think he wrote in one of his messages, I hope Dream doesn't see this. Dream. Dream. Can we just talk about the fact that this baby is called Dream? Yes. This is a nightmare. Well, so the baby's starting out from what? a position of having the name Dream. Dream. And then she's got these two people that can't get along. Um, I dream of parents. finding a new mum and dad. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think Chris Jenner needs to step in and be like, right, yeah, I'm Dream's mum now. Yeah, totally. What's what's been said from the Jenner side of things from Chris Jenner or any of the Kardashian stuff? Nothing. Absolutely at all. nothing. And what they, what they annoyed me the most was that you know Rob Kardashian posted those gross pictures, which I think is awful. And but then he had the funniest comment ever which was he was like I'm gonna lemonade make a lemonade album out of this and then did a fake cover that just said flat tummy tea instead of like lemonade because Black China always promotes like weight loss tea which I think is genuinely funny if you're having I mean I don't think you should take revenge out on your girlfriend but if you are make it a funny pun like don't tweet a picture of her her foof Foof, yeah don't do that and the worst thing about like when I was looking at the Instagram, it took me like two seconds to be like, oh no, that's, yeah, that's a I was that's saying, a it's like one of those um, pictures where you, the more you stare at it and then the picture becomes clear and you're like, oh, it's yeah. a man in glasses. But it was like, oh, that's a, a lady garden. That's a lady garden. <laughs> and then there were like pictures that she'd obviously sent him after she'd had the surgery to be like, look, the surgery's worked. But... And then he's just she body shaming her. Yeah, it's so disgusting, me. though. And to be honest, I, I am cross with him. And that is really bad. But what an individual she is. Yeah. I read the most incredible BuzzFeed article, I think a couple of years ago now. Um, it's about 10,000 words long. It's like a thesis on how Black China beat the Kardashians at their own game. And I would urge yeah. anyone to read it because okay. the, the research on it, and it's just so obvious what she's doing. And we yeah. all knew it, but they actually go through, you know, she managed to get her own show out of it. She managed to lock him down with a baby. You know, really horrible stuff, but it's just so clearly mapped out. And it's yeah. Yeah. and they she picked on the, the weakest one, yeah. unfortunately. Poor exactly. Rob. And yeah, I but found I, myself I, feeling sorry for I him. I did nah. feel sorry for him until he started posting naked yeah. pictures of his girlfriend yeah. on the mother of his child online. Yeah, but he's so clearly being manipulated and now he's angry that he's suddenly woken up to it. Like one of the messages he said he sent her a hundred bottles of champagne. It's like, come on, if somebody's ring you up out the blue and being like, Go on, send me a hundred bottles of champagne. You're, You're being like, taken for a ride. Is this okay? What she get? does she need all of them right now? Yeah. But yeah, he he's a little while ago, do you remember, Black China tried to, um, when she was about to marry Rob, she tra- tried to trademark the name Angela Kardashian. Angela's her yes, real name. Yeah. And the Kardashians were like, absolutely uh-uh. no, no, you can't you do this. You are not having our name. Yeah, Amazing. Exactly. They, so, so they are great business show? people. Rob and China, that show's clearly over now. Well, they or? were going to get a second series. I bet you they have another series. Yeah. Any money. This is gold. I reckon in a week's time this they're going to be like, gold. we've put on a united front. Yeah. yeah. But I think the thing is, I 
I don't really watch the Kardashians, but I totally see why people want to watch it. And I, the reason yeah. I don't the watch stuff it, like this. The reason yeah. I don't watch it is because I know I'll get hooked if I do. And uh-huh. I'm already hooked on Love Island. <laughs> Love Island, <laughs> um, ten times worse. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think that if they got another series and this is the basis of it, I kind of think that that's not fun viewing. That's just kind of gross. Yeah. In a way that the Kardashians it. isn't yeah. gross. It's like just cameras in someone's life. But this is just sad. Yeah. And I think it wouldn't be compelling rowing. viewing. It would be. Look at this sad man. It would be hilarious that they were both just rowing with each other. But then you think, oh, that poor baby. Actually, maybe this isn't quite as funny as I thought it was. If it's just two dumb people fighting, then go, do it. I don't care. But like, they've got that kid. Well, even if it's not um, a second series for them, this will feature majorly in the Kardashians. So Chris Jenner's probably secretly a bit happy. She's probably furious because she's like, you couldn't have done that on camera, could you, Rob? Well, <laughs> you are in trouble now, sir. Yeah, none of this was filmed. Their yes. favourite thing to do, though, is bitch about it over a salad. So yeah. they'll they obviously been, be like... <laughs> they would have been filming themselves, bitching about it over a salad, showing each other the pictures on their phones. It yeah. would all have been filmed. All their reactions will already be Or they'll go back an and be, make a point to be like, this is a crime and we do not condone revenge <laughs> porn. Just yes. an FYI, the Kardashians are not liable for this. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Well, yeah, apparently she's got a lawyer now and she's going to sue, so... I, fair dues. Yeah, see you yeah. in court. Yeah, right. so uh, I think we c- we can't end on anything better than that. The unfolding will obviously feature on later podcasts, I'm sure. So uh, that is it from We're Obsessed With, the weekly podcast from Heat Magazine, where, as we just, we talk about all the showbiz from the week. So it comes out every Friday for all that celeb gossip, though. The magazine is out now. Heat Radio is on 24-7. And if you want breaking news, some more Rob Kardashian, maybe, at some point, go to heatworld.com. Bye. See you later. Bye.